Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host, Dave Bell, 428 9494 is the phone number, 928 428 9494. Let's see, Elvira Para with Project Luke is supposed to be my guest today. It's happening a lot. I'm frustrated. I think I've expressed this once before. I've, I've taken extra steps to ensure that guests are reminded. They, they request to come on. Sometimes I ask people to come on, and sometimes they ask people. They ask if they can come on, and I'm happy to. If it's for the community, great. I'm all for it. Um, but it just seems like there's a forgetful. And it's frustrating. And and I know you guys don't like that either. I mean, yeah, look, I love the sound of my own voice. I'll, I'll listen to me talk all day long. My wife has gotten to the point where she's smart enough to, to just tune me out. She actually puts earphones in and listens to TikToks. So, I mean, you know, took her a little while, but she figured it out. You, But you guys don't want to hear just me. You know, it's a rare person that can be um that 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 can really carry 30 minutes without any interaction by another human um so it's i don't know if i'm that guy uh so i'd like to think i am but i don't know it's just frustrating. So I asked Lee just as a backup, having not seen anybody arrive, uh, Lee Patterson. So he's going to step in. Um, his show wasn't on this Wednesday. So we thought, well, I know some of you guys really, a lot of you guys really love Lee's show. And we want to you know, make sure that the high school kids are, are taken care of. So thank you, Lee. I appreciate it so much. I'm expressing my frustration at my forgetfulness of some guests oh gotcha you no problem no. and uh, also kathy grimes said she's gonna pop in uh i think on reed show so we might jump in on yeah. that i think she's it, talking chihuahua races correct so it's salsa fest weekend uh it starts tonight chihuahua races are tomorrow morning actually kicked off last night and uh boy uh, salute to you coming in with with zero a uh, a hangover Hey, they, they asked me to be a judge for the Chilada contest, and I gave my all. You really did, because some of the other judges, um, although even I could tell they were feeling warm, because there was one young lady that wasn't as jovial at the beginning Fair. as she was at the end. Fair. Fair. She was laughing at everything at the end. Yes. But they were, they were sipping. They were taking a few drinks. Right. I think, uh, what was it you said to me? Hey. You got to know how it tastes at the bottom, just like it does at the top. You know, when people build chiladas in layers, so sometimes it tastes different at the bottom than it does at the top. You've got to do your your justice on uh, the tasting of a chilada. So Lee was one of the judges. We'll find out tomorrow night who won. And yeah, Kathy's coming in. So, um, but it's it's high school football season. It's Safford's homecoming. Safford's homecoming this week. Yes. So, so what are we looking at from a high school standpoint? Uh, our game tonight, we're on the road tonight. We're in Miami tonight as the Pima Rough Riders are 
on the road to take on the Miami Vandals. It's probably the first time in, I don't know, 10 or 12 years that we've been to Miami. I did see a photo, and they have updated the stadium. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. And uh, I've, we haven't seen Pima in a couple weeks. They beat St. John's last week on Saturday, and now they are um, headed to Miami to take on the Vandals. As you mentioned, it is homecoming in Safford this week. They take on Blue Ridge tonight. Uh, it is uh, interesting in that matchup that it's only the second ever regular season meeting between the two. Uh, most of them have come in the playoffs, and I think the last win for Safford came in the 92 playoff. No, Safford beat them last year in Blue Ridge, uh, but before that it was in the 92 playoffs that they beat the Blue Ridge Yellow Jackets. So that is that game tonight. Marinci and Thatcher are both off tonight. They are into their bye weeks. And on eight-man football, Bob Akivri is at Duncan, and Samuel is at Fort Thomas this week. So lots of high school football going around uh, tonight on a Friday. So it is uh, it's that time of year. I, I'll be honest. I haven't been following as much as I should. I see your scores. Um, you, you are the rare one around here that uses X, Twitter, the former Twitter, I like it. I use it mainly for news on the news side. Right. I want to know about wildfires and what's happening in Phoenix, that sort of thing. But I do follow you, so I get to see the scores on a Thursday or a Friday night, depending on when they're playing. Um, but I haven't really followed standings. Is there anybody who's standing out? Uh, right now, Pima's number one in the state, 2A. Uh, the, the official AIA PowerPoint rankings don't come out until after this week. Right. Uh, but all the other... There, there's a website that I've been using recently called Cal Preps, which started out as just covering California high school football, but has expanded to the nation because the lack of continuity between everybody. So they, they started doing They've got Pima number one as well, too. So that was a long way around to say that Pima's number one in two ways. So they, uh, they're playing really well right now. Looking for a repeat? They are looking uh, for a repeat in 2A. So, uh, uh, very impressive. I still am disappointed they didn't win the baseball championship. That would have been that would have been a cool three-peat for them last year. Has any school ever won the three majors? I don't know that they have. And, I, and on the it, girls' side, I would assume it would be what? Volleyball, basketball, and... Softball. Softball, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that right off the top of my head. None of the men's sports have here yeah. um, that I can remember, but it's... Uh, it was almost a possibility. Last I know. Year. I was, I, and I know, Pima's really only had what one really good baseball year where they went to the playoffs and yeah. went deep in the playoffs. Yeah, they, I think they won a state championship mm, six years ago or so. No, they haven't since I've been in the valley. So I, maybe it was eight. Yeah, well, I've been ten years here, so I think it's been a little bit longer. You know, sometimes twenty-four years. I know they together, blend Dave. together. They do. I get that. Um, so. Uh, because I went and saw Pima play at one of the spring training stadiums, and I want to say it was in the quarters. I think they made it to the quarters and got knocked out. Um, but other than that, they're not they're not the baseball team. It's typically what Safford is yeah. typically the the team that challenges for baseball yeah, around that's here traditionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but boy, it would have been nice for those yeah, seniors. That would, that would have been cool. That that really would have been for a tiny little school. Those seniors walking around saying, "Yeah." And I th I think the 
the the football championship was impressive, but I think their basketball championship last year was the most impressive because of the gauntlet of private schools they had to go through to to get to that one. So it was it was a pretty good year for them last year. But they're looking to do it again in football this year and have a, a, a real possibility of doing it. The the other thing we need to talk about really quickly before uh, I let you go. So thank you again. Not a problem. Um, you're also the voice of EA Sports on their broadcasts, right? Not not necessarily on KATO. Mm-hmm. Um, You've been broadcasting the the men's and women's soccer games. How are they looking? I, I only saw the opener. It's, There's a home openers. It's it's tough for me. I because I have no frame of reference. I've never watched soccer in the ACCAC before. Um, I, I think right now they're they're playing the top echelon teams, the traditional teams. Uh, they both got shut out at Arizona Western last week uh, in the conference. But until then, the women hadn't lost a game in the in the conference, and the men are in the top third. Of the standing, so I, I think they're competitive this year. I, I don't know that they're to that top echelon of say Arizona Western or a Yavapai or a Pima College yet. But in year one, to have a winning record and have a chance at maybe a spot in the playoffs, I think that's yeah pretty impressive. I any first year program, if you can go five hundred, to yeah. my mind, that's a huge success. Yeah. No, so they've been. I think that I think that they've been more. I mean, it, it's one of those things in the ACCAC that. When they've they've won games twelve to nothing and they've got beat seven to nothing. So, in it's there's some haves and haves nots in the leagues, and I think as a first year program, right there in the middle. So, all right, and and however they do will help with recruitment yeah, next 100%. year, and, and that's it. How do you like calling soccer? I've settled <laughs> in. Uh, the very first night was interesting, <laughs> but I've settled in. I've it's starting to make a little bit more sense. Um, I, I still don't know the complete whys of everything, but I can get to A to Z. So it's been, it's been good. I soccer to me is just basketball and hockey with more people because you're, you're playing both offense, defense, and basically the structure is the same. It's attack the goal, the basket, right? Um, it's just, you know, 10 guys out on the, on the pitch or men and women, and just trying to keep track of where everybody is yeah. is well, and, challenging. You know, here's interestingly enough, the hardest part so far for me is the field is so much bigger, or the pitch is so much bigger that I can't see the numbers on the jerseys on the far side of the field. That's how far away they are from the press box. So that has been, you know, I've never had that problem on in an American football game. You know, with it only with it being more narrow, but it's uh, that has been. The most difficult part is going, yeah, I don't really know who has the ball over there. So what you're saying is uh, when we do our Christmas party, the grab bag gift for you is right, a pair of glass binoculars. binoculars. Yeah, that, that'll yeah. probably help. You're right. You're probably right. Um, all right. So th- tonight you're on the road. Pima who, at Miami. Who have you got next week? Next week, I believe we're at Marinci with Safford. So we will be, get to see the brand new turf field up in Marinci next Saturday as uh, Safford heads up there to take on the wildcats outstanding thank you lee not a problem thanks dave all right let's see we're also gonna check in with with reed but i don't think he's on the air yet because we want to hear about kathy grimes and elvira para has joined in thank you so much for being here thank you all right uh I, we're going to talk to Kathy real quick, and then after the break, we'll come back and, and talk with Elvira about uh, Project Luke, which is coming back, and it's one of those community events that we all love, so we want to hear all about that, but I tell you what, let's take 
Let's take our break right now. How's that sound? Uh, yeah, let's take our break. We'll take our break a little bit early, and then we'll come back and do this. All right, 428-9494. Back with Reed and Kathy Grimes talking about the Chihuahua races at Salsa Fest after this and Elvira Para. We're going to talk about Project Loop back after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley uh, in the Horn on on the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio on. I guess I'm sitting on a chair, but I don't know that it's technically on. It's in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Love Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Love the whole Horn family. They do they do just a tremendous job over there. I'm telling you, Tony's a good man. Just go check him out. Uh, 428-9494 is the phone number, 928-428-9494. Elvira Perez here. We're talking about Project Luke. I got filled in on all the cool stuff during the break, but but we are going to join in with uh, Reed Richens over on Cat Country. He's got Kathy Grimes in talking about the Chihuahua races. A whole mess of music. I should have played a Chris Stapleton song because of who's in my studio this morning, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, it's one of those things that I just should have known better. I'll have to play it. When we get done chatting, we'll play one. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Grimes in the studio today. And first of all, congratulations on uh, the Graham County Substance Abuse Coalition and their symposium. Yep. I heard lots of amazing things about Thank it. Thank you. It was great. We had um, other coalitions here. We invited our friends because it was our 20th celebration. Um, we've been a coalition for 20 years now. Wow. And so, and it was our 19th annual um, symposium. So what do you do when you have a party? You invite friends, right? Yeah, yeah. So we invited a coalition from Pima County, Santa Cruz County, uh, Cochise County, uh, uh, Greenlee, and Gila County. And then our coalition was there. We had over 200 students there um, from all different um, communities. And it was so cool to watch them interact and learn about each other. We had some amazing guest presenters and it was wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. And so... I, I asked you if I could be on the show this morning to talk about my Chihuahua race. I know we're not supposed race. to be talking about the symposium, but... Uh, yeah, but, but before we, we, we talk about the Chihuahua race, I have something for you. Oh, you have something for me? I do. What is this? Um, It is a plaque. Whoa, that um, thing's beautiful. Reed, you are always so wonderful about helping us to get uh, information out about every one of our programs. Yeah. And even if I forget to say, hey, can we... Um, um, can we come and talk about um, our programs? Um, you're calling me or you're texting me and say, hey, you want to be on my show to talk about what's coming up? And, and, and we, you know, you know what it really is. We both run around like chickens with our head cut off. <laughs> so, so and we and we try to keep each other in check. <laughs> so one of us has to remind the other one, right? So we just want to thank you for your support for our programs. Without well, you, we couldn't do it. You bet. Um, we 
love what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. And we appreciate you very much for everything you do. And when I call at two o'clock and say, can we cup? Can we come and cut a PSA at three? <laughs> and, and we and try to make it happen. You, yeah. you usually do. Anything for you guys. And, and, and we, you know, are very happy to, you know, match funds and do whatever we can do to get the word out about everything you're doing because we, we love it. We love, you know, trying to keep these kids and adults. Yep. You know, off yeah. of drugs or driving or, you know, not drinking or driving. And that's been something we've talked about for, well, 20 years, probably. Absolutely. <laughs> and every Friday when I listen to your station, your radio station and your show and you say, um, and don't forget the Graham County Substance Abuse Coalition. I'd like to remind you, please get don't drink and drive. Yep. Every and Friday, so- we try to get squeeze that in there right before we leave. <laughs> and it well, thank you. That's beautiful. And thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll post a picture of that. That's you beautiful. are so appreciated. We, well, thank you. So that's amazing. And I guess David Bell just took a picture through the yeah. window. In the other room. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so he did, did you really come to talk about the Chihuahua races or that was just a... There we go. We'll, we'll just come back. How's that? That's enough. It's Reed. Come on. Giving him a plaque. Why are we doing that? No, it's okay. I like Reed. I'm just teasing. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, he was supposed to get it yesterday at the symposium, but he was so busy because he does. Uh, he also owns a sound business, and he was doing the sound for... Uh, Safford's homecoming concert last night so he was busy setting up the stage and getting everything so he couldn't go to the to the conference and uh, so that's why Kathy she let me know that she was going to come in and do the presentation today so that is Reed deserves it 100% Uh, man gives to the community left and right so Uh, but speaking of giving to the community Project Luke Elvira Para this is Kathy talked about the 20th year this is Project Luke's 20th year, correct? Yes. yes. So I'll get that mic as close to you. There you go. Perfect. Um, so Project Luke has been, well, for those that aren't aware, maybe you're new to the community. What is Project Luke? Um, I am not, I'm not 100% aware of what happened 20 years ago. Right. But it was a vision that a uh church member had on Project Luke, which is the Luke scripture, and she proposed that they do that um, in the community to feed, clothe, and help out those in need in the community. And so that's how Project Luke came about, and that's how they named it. So uh, this is my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, Uh, people can nominate a family that might be in need. It could be a family that's struggling financially. It could be a family with somebody with uh, special needs. Could be somebody who's dealing with a physical disability. Um, any any family in need. Uh, I think also the school nurses do some nominations as well. Yes, um, we've sent it out to the school nurses. We've sent it out to uh, any agency that needs, you know, like the WIC programs. We've sent it to SICAs. We've sent it to anybody that has anything to do with those that could possibly be in need. So they get nominations. Uh, and then is it up to 200 families? Um, we do somewhere around 50 to 60 families. Oh, it's about 200 people. Um, 200 people. 200 to okay. 225 people. Okay. I knew 200 was in there yes. somewhere. So yes. so about 50 families approximate. Right. Um, that then are are just given a night, I guess is the best way to put it. It's 
nothing for them, no, no cost for them. Nope. No Literally, all you have to do is show up. Right, right. And it's a dinner, and it's presents, and I've been at a few of these. I've, I've uh, when I was both with the courier and here with the radio station, and the looks on the kids' faces makes everything worthwhile. Yes, yes, it is. But it's the parents. Watch the parents. Because we always think kids. It's Christmas time. You always think kids because you want to, you want, no kid should go without on Christmas. Right, right. But watch the parents and see how it washes over them because they get gifts too. Right, they do. But it's knowing their kids are happy. Knowing and, that their kids aren't going to do without right. for that year. Um, you know, depending on what the situation is that they're going through. You know, some have lost jobs, you know, with COVID not being that far away. You know, they still haven't, you know, re regain what mm-hmm. they lost. So, yes. Um, and And it should be noted that the kids get clothing in addition to toys. Right. Because, look, we all want kids to get toys. I mean, that's that's what makes kids happy. Right. But the reality is these kids need new shoes. They need new pants. They need new shirts, jackets. Uh, it's it's so important. And, and the parents, you could just see a weight lift from the parents. Right. Because, okay, it doesn't solve all the problems, but at least... This has been taken care of. Right. It gives them a moment of of joy. It gives them a moment of knowing that they're being taken care of and that the community is involved in it. That everybody it takes it takes a whole army to get to this. It takes volunteers, it takes uh businesses, it takes everybody to help these people that are in need. And that's not an exaggeration. I've been at the wrapping parties. Yes. And there's fifty people yes. wrapping gifts. And it's it's a military effort. You guys got it coordinated. Right. I mean, there there are people in various sections that are handling the checking off, the, the verification um, that goes in this pile and all that. And then you've got another group of, what, 30 or so assembling the big prize. Right. Which is what? The bicycles, making sure that they're aired up, making sure that they're in good riding condition. And it's not because they're used, they're new, brand new bikes, but you know, they come sometimes from the store with a few defects. So we have a a pack of men that are willing and wanting to make sure that these are ready for the children to ride. So every kid walks away with a bicycle. Um, of some sort some sort of big item right. in the past uh which helped a lot while we were um out in co- on covid um we did tablets some of these children needed tablets to communicate and do their homework so that that year was a blessing it just worked wonderful that we did part of them with tablets part of them with bicycles and and during covid it was a drive through right so uh unfortunately the the joy that everybody feels. I mean, the the recipients still felt joy. Yes. And I know you guys did by, by the act of giving. Right. But you weren't necessarily sharing that like you do at a normal project. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't matter if, it, if it's a, a little one, a toddler, they get some kind of ride-on yes. uh, piece. You know, you've seen them. The Trikes, little, little ride-ons. Yeah. Anything. Uh, some are the walk 
you know, the push so that they learn how to walk. So it just. Right. So that's why I say a bike of some sort. Yes. And then the older kids get a bike. Um, and I've seen. Man, you make me want to tear up. I've seen kids give their bike. They'll get a bike and say, no, no, no. He needs this one. Yes. And and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Kids without doing that. So it's. I'm telling you, you need, everybody needs to volunteer for this. Yes. It's it's just simply, look, we're going to all have fun at Salsa Fest this weekend. Yes. It's going to be a blast. We talked about the Chilada contest last night. There's going to be salsa making contests. There's there's going to be lots of live music. This whole weekend's just going to be fun. It's going to be a party. It's a great time. Volunteer for Project Luke. Yes, please. And as good a time as you're going to have this weekend, you're going to walk away with a better feeling after project loop yes i can i can guarantee that so so what do you need from the community are you looking for uh uh nominations are you looking for volunteers are you looking for donations we are looking for all of those so this year we want to make it a little bit different every year we try to put something uh to spice it up a little bit to do something that is um going to do a little bit more impact last year we had a lot of the adults the parents saying everything for the children please everything for the children and we wanted to do everything for the children but we also wanted to bless them as well and so i got a lot of requests for gas cards grocery cards so when they're done and, de- and and over with there they still have a little meal that they could do afterwards you know new year's comes after that uh the kids are still off of school after that they still need to feed them some of them so they requested that so this year we thought that we would do uh christmas trees in the church we are going to do the setup in the sanctuary there we are going to do christmas trees and so any business that would like to sponsor a christmas tree we would put their logo on there you know um jack in the box uh, radio station and then they purchase gift cards of twenty dollars ten dollars twenty five dollars whatever you want we put them on there and then we're gonna have the parents go around and pick up gift cards that they're something that they really need, um, a gas card, a grocery card. Maybe they want to take them to eat somewhere at McDonald's, somewhere that the kids like, you know, because we would like to f- give the kids whatever we want. But in the reality, kids take, you know what kids want. Yeah. I, I have a friend that owns some McDonald's in Las Vegas, and he told me about he has a regular customer that comes in, and once a month, she comes in and buys her daughter. Well, this is a few years ago. She bought her daughter a Happy Meal mm-hmm. because that's all she could afford was once a month. And that was her daughter's toy. She wasn't getting Barbies out in, at Walmart or Target or anything like that. Right. That was her toy. And it was a treat for her. Yes. She had no money. She would save to do a Happy Meal for her daughter. You know, the other money went, you know, for rent and food and that sort of thing um so for these folks you're right a trip to mcdonald's is a huge treat yes for somebody who's struggling at the moment right so yeah and boy gas is four dollars a gallon i i don't know anybody who can't use a gas card right now right regardless of your station in life 
Right. So you're right. These are folks, a lot of these folks are working poor. That that really needs to be reminded. These folks aren't are lazy. They're not well, welfare queens. Mm-mm. These are working folks who just, housing prices are through the roof. Food prices are up. Gas, as we just said, $4 a gallon. They're struggling. Yes, they are. And, yes. and that doesn't make them bad folks. It just means they're in a position where they need a little assistance. Right. They just need a little boost. That's all they need. We don't any, ask any questions. We don't want to know why or, or anything like that. We just want to know that you need the push for just a moment, and we're there to help out. There you go. We're there to stand up and do whatever it takes. So anybody that wants to donate, wants to volunteer, how do they do it? Um, they can call me at the at Freedom Center Church at 928-428-4384, or they can call my cell phone number, 928-651-3254. There you go. This is the perfect opportunity to give back. I Look, the food banks will fill up during Christmas time. We know that. Right. It's, it's because everybody's thinking giving, so they donate. You're out at the grocery store because you're preparing your Thanksgiving or Christmas meal, so you buy a little extra. Remember, do this during the off seasons as well. Right. And and if we do that, I, I would love to see, much like I tell folks, um, buy you know one extra thing when you go to the grocery store and then donate it to a food bank. If you do that, the food bank shelves will never be empty. Right. If you just buy one extra thing, if we all did that. Same thing for Project Luke. If we all did, you know, all right, I'm going to get a $20 gift card. Or a, a toy. Yeah. A little toy. It doesn't matter the gender. It doesn't matter the age. Because we get them from babies all the way to 17, 18 years old. Up to 21 years old. So, so it doesn't matter the age. Just if you need to bring something, call me. I'll come pick it up. Whatever you need to do. I'm, at the, I'm there from 9 to 12 at the church. And the church is again? At Freedom Center Church. Freedom Center. I know you guys changed your name, so that's Yes, why. New Life City Church before Freedom Ch- uh, Center Church now. 3754 U.S. Highway 191, 9 to 12, Monday through Thursday. Outstanding. Avira Para. thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. I'm out of here for right now, but I'll be back on Monday. Until then, you guys have a great day. 